0: Updates from Tokyo, brought to you by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner with Syringa Networks. Call them at 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. Time to welcome in Craig Bowler, Jack Bowler, good morning.
1: Hey, DJ. A little ZZ Top for you, Bowler. I appreciate that. It was tough to hear the news yesterday. Um the the one of the two bearded ones have passed away, Dusty Hill.
0: Yep, wow, seventy two wow. years old.
1: Yeah, boy, I'd say those guys together a long time. Wonder if that's the end of ZZ Top or if they just find uh, well hard to replace what was.
0: True story. Bowlers, join us right now on the Smart Rain guest line. July is considered Smart Irrigation Month to celebrate. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is giving away free smart controllers to commercial properties until the end of July. Hosting costs. Not included. Visit smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333 for more information. All right, Bowler, NBA draft tonight. You got a player you think the Jazz are going to draft or you think they're going (laughs) to trade the pick. Trade up, trade down. Trade back a couple years or attach it to a veteran Create some cap room. And we say attach it to a veteran. Nobody wants to say Derek Favors because there you go. He's literally You're one of the all, nicest all. guys to walk through a Jazz locker room. But you know what? It's a cold-hearted business, and he makes a lot of money. And they need a lot of money to sign Mike Conley.
1: They do. They do. All all that you just said is all possibilities tonight. I mean, you know, this is again one of those guessing games every year that we go through. And you know, you, you just make a point about the cash needed. A, you know, if you're a, a number one pick, whether you're one through thirty, there's guaranteed money that's that's available. Obviously, a number one pick is making multiple uh, millions of dollars. Just, you know, despite uh, or compared to the thirtieth pick. So, but it's still it's it's money the Jazz would have to to dictate and and hand out. Um, and that's less money for Mike Conley. You know, what I wanted to talk to you about is what is the going rate for a free agent of Mike Conley's worth? That's that's the one thing I just can't put a finger on and the, and the number of years that would go with it as well. Look, it's a great combination in the backcourt. We saw that when healthy. But I, I think, again, though, that you have to consider age, health, And all the above, analytics would come into it as well, but also your gut on where the Jazz go with Mike. Now, saying that, uh, they also have needs, DJ, as you know, for a backup point guard that would give them stability and not much of a drop off if Mike would have issues.
0: Well, so. okay, you listen, but Bowler. You're Bowler, rap, you don't so get to just, sit on Santa Claus's lap until after Thanksgiving, okay? <laughs> I mean, I everything you said makes sense, and I get why Jazz fans would wish for it all. But easy, okay? If Conley does down, the Jazz needs someone at a veteran minimum who can play at the same level. Well, well you, well, could, you could that's not use, happening.
1: You could use the mid level if you don't. If the Conley situation, yeah, I know. It's it's, I and I don't think at thirty you find a guy, who whatever name you want to throw out there, in this draft that is going to be an impact guy. Now, do you trade up and do you have your eye on a on, on a player that you feel like can good that can get rotation minutes? You know, that's something Justin Zanuck uh, obviously knows by this point in time. Um, I'm going to guess no. I wish, and, yeah.
0: And I, would I don't. Know. I don't know it. I can't report it. I don't. But uh, trying to read the tea leaves and talk to people and read everything that's out there, to me, they're gonna trade out. That would be my first prediction. What is most likely? First off, I don't think they a hundred percent know what they're gonna do because the phone can ring. You talked to someone a week ago and they weren't really interested. But they now think it's their best thing, and they circle back to it. That oh, has yeah, happened pressure,
1: before. Pressure, the pressure of the moment, right, makes makes all the all the Pri- difference, yeah. and you're know, right.
0: And also, everybody's doing their own private auction. So they were just – they told you no trying to get you to come back to them with a sweeter offer, and you moved on to the next thing. Well, they're playing the same game with six other teams, and now they're like, hey, that thing the Jazz talked to us about, that's our best bet. Let's call them yeah. and do it. Well, the Jazz, until the phone rings, you don't know that team – Z or W or whatever is going to call you back. So they don't know for sure what's going to happen when the phone rings in the next, what have they got, ballpark? 11, 12 hours? Yeah, yeah, what? 12, six, six, probably.
1: 30, yeah, 12. Yeah, it's 12 ish uh,
0: yeah. hours till they
1: pick. 12 yeah, ish, 10 ish, 9 ish? Yeah, well, 11. <laughs> but but you yeah, just, yeah, you're it's just
0: it's picking random. You sound like PK picking random numbers. Yeah. It's, it's more than nine.
1: Yeah, it's more than, nine. <laughs> it's more than uh, nine. But you make a point, though. It's it's, um, it, it's 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 a game that is played by all thirty general managers. And when the clock gets closer to the to the hour where the decision has to be made, then you go and, and you make decisions that are going to impact your franchise. So uh, this is Justin Zanuck's first true test. This is also Ryan Smith's first true uh, test as an owner excuse me, as an owner with Dwayne Wade. And I'm anxious to see some of the philosophies. I mean, the Miller organization, you know, obviously ran things a little different. And, you know, you and I have talked before about, you know, there were times that we kind of could really better predictors of what the Jazz would do. Dennis always made it clear, and so did Kevin O'Connor. And even back in the day of Scotty Layden where they, you know, they, they, look, they knew they had a job to do, but they also had parameters, and so they stayed within those 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 parameters to protect the Millers but also the Millers always said look if we're if it's if it's going to help our team and we're going to move closer to the championship then let's discuss what the money situation would be jumping into a luxury tax situation so uh, one thing that always echoes in my mind is what you know Ryan said early after taking the basketball you remember that momentous moment where Gail passed uh, the stewardship, as she said, to to Ryan and his family. And wants to win now, uh, there are a lot of great pieces. I think we ought to talk about too, DJ in this jazz on this jazz roster that many people in the NBA believe still, if you play it back or play it forward, however you want to say it, and you continue on the way, with other issues in the NBA especially in the West with other teams, the Jazz still are setting in a pretty good spot
0: I believe that I, yeah. I believe that's true, the roster is pretty good the team is pretty good Jamal Murray, how long is it going to take him to come back and in, in playing part of a season didn't work for Jordan right? right. so right. is it going to work for Murray ditto for the Clippers at Kawhi Leonard are right. the Lakers going to be healthy? Everyone can guess nobody knows They've got two guys, does either Portland, one of them. Does
1: Portland blow it up? Does it Daniel doesn't Williams matter. Hurt?
0: Portland isn't – the Jazz are better than Portland. I'm not worried about agreed, that. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Yeah. But what it does, it still gives you that instability for many teams around the West. It should give the Jazz and fans. who Look, you, you know, when you lose the four straight and, you, and you're out in the second round, you, you, okay, you could say, I, wait, we made progress. We got into round two after being knocked down in round one. But look, the other part of this equation, and this is probably the most important, is uh, convincing, proving, not convincing, but proving to Donovan Mitchell that Jazz are actually moving forward to a title, even a stronger move, a dominant move. Mm. Uh, Because look, there's four years plus one on the contract, and uh, that's that's going to play a big factor in the decision that Jazz made I, from here I, on out.
0: I believe that, but I don't think it's so much about proving to anyone that they're moving towards the title. They're close enough now. I think the, the, the thing is, how do they actually get it? I mean, they went out in the same around this year. Well, the Bucks went out in the same around last year, and now yeah. they're holding the title. So if you make the right move, it's not about proving to somebody that you could do it one day. It's like, why can't next year be the year they do it? Well, and now well, you could I'm say sure. that about several teams, and I get that, and I believe that. But you can say it about the Jazz, too.
1: Yeah, you know, look what a Drew Holiday was able to, right. to, to yes. impact. And that's that's my point to Donovan, is that it's the piece that you need. And I'm sure there's a, a, a part of this where he's consulted um, what, what his thoughts of what the deepest or the most uh, obvious need is. And that's that's the point. Look, Middleton and Giannis grew together to help you know build the the, the foundation and the centerpiece of, a, of it all. But yet, there's a couple of things that were done to push them over the top. And that's the point: is what are the Jazz? What does it take financially uh, to actually get that done? Um, is it a Mike Conley sign that puts them over the tax? And what what else can they do to actually? Put a, another piece in place, whether that's a six-seven wing defender who can actually fly in to play some small ball when they're because DJ they're going to be faced with that multiple times yep. in the future. True. and so that's something again that has to be talked about, dissected. Rudy has to understand there may be nights or moments in a game where he's not on the floor to counter. Uh, a small ball type of attack. Now I may be speaking and people may be going, how dare you? But the adjustments that I think we saw uh, that teams are making against the Jazz uh, will force them to make some decisions in that regard.
0: I just don't know that anyone they're going to get at 30, and even if they're able to move up incrementally to 25th or 20th, is going to be the Giroux holiday who puts them over the top. Mm Mm-hmm. And agreed, to the agreed. degree you need the money and you need the roster spots. And, and Locke brought this up, and I, I hate to compliment Locke because then, you know, <laughs> he just doubles down on you, you know, and it just gets yeah, to be overwhelming you know, what at times.
1: he'll do is he'll play that back on you later. And say, but, oh, yeah, right, but. but
0: he was right when, like, well, how do you find your Frank Kaminsky? Now, no one is nominating Frank Kaminsky for a Hall of Fame or an All-Star game, but mm-hmm. he's a veteran. There's a couple things he can do. Kevin O'Connor once um, said you need one skill give me a guy who's got one skill at an elite level like Paul Millsap could rebound at an elite level the rest of it with experience and hard work and practice he can get better at but he can rebound at an elite level so he could play right away and then he got better and now we see he's had this really good long career so is there something you can do at an elite level Frank Kaminsky could come in when the pressure was at the highest and the lights were the brightest, and he got the Suns three hoops to try and keep them in the game. And no one expects that guy in that roster spot on that salary to be the guy who wins the game, but contribute. And he did. And the guy who was most dear in the headlights was DeAndre Ayton. Now, when their careers are said and done, DeAndre Ayton could be two or three times the player Frank Kaminsky ever was. But you need someone right now and Ayton, in his third year, was Deer in the Headlights in Game 6. And he Kaminsky was. gave you something.
1: Yeah. He gave yeah, you, you make a something. Great point. Chris Paul tried to talk Ayton out of the Deer in the Headlights a moment, right? And mm-hmm. it just didn't work out that way. Somebody asked me to look up um, 30th picks taken in yeah. the NBA draft. Let yeah. me just throw you five names. Okay. And, and one is Jimmy Butler. All right. Okay. Uh, that was, you know, Chicago, 2011. I, and there's, you know, multiple names here, but I'm just going to – there's five that kind of – David Lee, all right, uh, out of Florida. Remember that? Knicks, 05.
0: Bad teams, uh, but he put up good numbers on him. He ended up with the Warriors yeah, later in his yeah, career. Yeah, and
1: really, most of the times you're going to go to teams uh, that either pick up a pick or you get somebody who's already won or a Western Conference or Eastern Conference title, right? Because 30th picks usually belong to those types unless you pick them up in another way. Um, uh, I'm looking at Howard Isley, who had a role with the Jazz. Uh, Minnesota okay, but, picked But
0: him. Howard Isley, nothing against Howard Isley, but he took, it was 94. Now by 98, his fourth year in the league, he could play. Do the Jazz want to get somebody who they invest four years in so he can become a role player?
1: That that's uh, that's really the point, right? Um, I think the
0: answer to that is no.
1: No, I think the time is now. That's right. the word. I mean now. I mean you have players in the developmental system right now. Remember with uh, with what the stars are doing, and there's uh, some guys are going to play next week uh, in the summer league uh, that we're going to get a heavy look at because they're going to they're going to put two teams on the floor, the blue and the white. Uh, getting back to the to other. I'm just throwing out names here, and they not Festus
0: Ezeli. Particularly- yes, I just wanted to say Festus Ezeli. I'll, I'll be agree. honest. I was yeah. just. I'm sorry, that was 12 uh, year old me uh, taking over West. the show.
1: Uh, Mark West, who, who who was a journeyman in the league, uh, was, so, and Kenny Nat was a former Jazz uh, assistant. Um, Mark West, I already mentioned, and Nate McMillan. Those are just five names that jumped down. Sean Rooks is on there as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um and Finnis Dembo. Remember the Finnis yeah. Dembo craze from Wyoming? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Sadly. So
0: again a fun name.
1: You you make a great point though, DJ. Look, it may be a player down the road that can find some rotation minutes, but is it the guy, uh the player you want and need at the moment? And right. that's what it's that, and so what you just said about trading out makes sense unless the Jazz have their eye. Uh, on either a European or someone that hasn't been given a lot of, you know, press or, uh, you know, the, the spotlight shines on that they know about and they feel good about it, and they're scouting that they want to trade up for. Conviction is clarity. the word,
0: Both. but conviction. Yeah. Do they have the conviction they had when they drafted Gobert and they drafted Mitchell? They no, weren't. They didn't point. stumble on those guys. They knew when they drafted them. They thought they had something different, unusual, and special.
1: Well, teams who finally find a way to the title, you know, they they are they do two things. They they make smart draft decisions, and they also are able to draw in the right pieces in free agency or trades uh, to make it make those pieces all fit together. It's a great point you just made because look, Carl and John were mid first round picks that were bypassed by many teams and are Hall of Famers. Uh, and the Jazz were able to take not one but two away from Denver. And both uh, now multiple all-star appearances and a three-time defensive player of the year. And in my opinion, Donovan has yet hit his, uh, hit, his, uh, hit, 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 hit his peak, so to speak. I think the guy can get better. He can flirt with 30 a game, 29, 28, depending on free throws, and obviously staying healthy. But I don't think we've seen still the consistency that's going to be coming from Donovan Mitchell.
0: Well, that's probably more important than whatever decision they make. If Donovan actually finds another gear, when you think of all the gears he's already found, if he finds another one, it seems like we're getting greedy and that's a little too much to wish for. But, uh, hey, Milwaukee fans got greedy with Kempo and he found another gear and now they've got the championship they wished for. So
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it does happen. You know
0: it, it's weird to sit here and say, this player who's very good, if only they were greater. But when it happens, it's championship time.
1: Well, but I think it's an honest and, and true discussion to say that we, I, I think that, and Donovan, if he, we were talking to him right now, he would say, look, yeah, his goal is to be better I mean you know everyone's comparing him with Dwayne Wade and you know to, you know Donovan Mitchell 2.0 or D Wade 2.0 I mean there's a lot of similarities but look Donovan still is an individual on his own he's six one not as not as big as, as uh, D D Wade after the remeasure they did in the NBA but the guy plays at a high level I mean the guy can jump out of the gym staying healthy is the most important thing right but he's still David look. DJ, he's he's a guy I don't think has reached his his limit yet in development. And most guys will tell you, ah, three years in, four years, you kind of know. But I, for Donovan, I'm not buying that. He's going into his fifth season, and I still think he has a lot a lot of room to improve. Uh, P, PK's gotten a little a tired of he, that goes with that.
0: PK's gotten tired of me saying this, but he's gone now, so I can say it one more time without getting yelled at. But Yach will back me up on this. Uh, the the reason I think Donovan has another gear. Everything you said, Bowler, but the reason I think is that he went for 39 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. He couldn't jump. He couldn't land. And everybody knew it, and the Clippers couldn't do anything about it anyway. Oh, yeah. So if he's actually healthy, and he can jump, and he can land pain-free, how good can he be? What's he gonna do? And I and PK had jumped me right away and and there'd be some truth to it. Well oh, so you think he's going to get he, he should get 50. I don't know if he should get 50, but I, I think he can and he will. And I don't know if I should put that on anyone, but Anto Kempo did, you know. So I, I don't know what his ceiling is, but if you're if you're clearly hobbled the way he was and you still go 39 and nine,'m I'm, I'm wondering what you're capable of when you're healthy. Uh, it was easy to write the bubble off and say, oh, it's the bubble. There's no travel, and there's no fans, and the shooting background, and you get in a groove unlike anything in the NBA. Okay, well, he was hurt. He was traveling, and there were fans, and he still did 39. So where, times, where's dude, it going? TJ,
1: on your point, he made it look easy. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. I mean, did he have to work that hard at it? I mean, I, I, when you, at, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the night, at a kid. you go, wow, 39. Wow. And we've seen him drop 40, and he does it with an array of shots inside out. Uh, And again, the free throw, he understands that now with his driving ability, is that he can go to the free throw line, and he's outstanding uh, at the stripes. So that's how guys go from 24, 23, to 29, to 28, or whatever it may be, or even flirting with 30. He could be a top-five scorer in the NBA. Bowler, we're going to leave it right there.
0: So you're thinking trade tonight is most likely?
1: Um, I would uh, just because of the things we outlined. The money they need to make Mike Conley happy, if that's the direction, that's really, I hate to say it's a cliche of cliches, but in the whole scheme of things, uh, when you start to talk to free agents next week and then being able to sign them later, and look, there's some talking that's already been, that's happening, you know,
0: in uh, a back (laughs) channel
1: way. Right. Let's be honest. In some way, for every team in the league, they have to understand where they're going, and the first quote domino that we like to say to fall uh, really focuses on the money that will be distributed to Mike Conley if he decides. Really, he has the decision. Uh, what Dallas was interested, uh, I think, was one of the the talks. You know, others I'm sure uh, find him intriguing, but you know, the system is what it's about. And does Mike fit the system? We know what what he does when healthy and how he plays alongside Don, Donovan. So there's the answer. Uh, but you have to understand uh, we have we have to understand what Ryan Smith will do, and we don't yet when it when it comes to spending. And I, we're going to start to find out here soon.
0: Bowler, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again. All right,
1: DJ, take care.
0: Craig Bowler, Jack TV voice of the Utah Jazz. Coming up. Stay with us. More with Ben Anderson, KSL.com. He's got his dirty dozen, 12 guys the Jazz might draft. We'll find out if he thinks they're actually going to draft, or if that was a column and it was interesting and it was fun to read, but it's not how things are going to shake out. We'll get to that next, well, in 15 minutes. Stay with us.